This is Loopy Lesbian, the lesbian with the sultry voice, bringing you another thought-provoking podcast on lupus, love, lust, sex, and living my life as a woman of color with a disability during a pandemic, pre-post, wherever we're at, wherever we are at. How are you guys? And are you taking care of yourself? And are you loving yourself? Are you loving yourself? And I hope you are. And I hope you're taking care of yourself. I, um... This is an interesting thing that's going on here. Um, and I'm going to address it. I, I am going to address it. And I did address it in a podcast. But I have been, you know, kind of like not really being telling the full story and I'm still not going to tell the full story but I will uh, I recently was asked uh, about my trip that I took that I traveled um, because it resonated with a lot of people and they were like well what happened you know can you and I, I all I can say is that um I'm grateful, number one, first and foremost. I am grateful that I got on a bus for 30 hours. I think it was 30 hours. It was broken up. 30 hours each um, to get there. It was broken up in two days. And if you guys have listened to my podcast, you know that I am a recovering agoraphobic I have anxiety disorder, I have panic disorder, I have a host of health health problems, I have mobility issues, I use a walker, and I am a pretty sick woman. And I I did it. I pushed through. I pushed through. And I went to see a woman who um, I had been talking to on the phone for, I don't know, I think we were up to over a year um, in a couple of months, if we would have went any further, it would have actually have been two years. And I'm going by um, the time that her birth date is. So it would have been two years. And uh, so I went to visit her. And uh, this was right around before Christmas. I got there in December, sometime in December. And I'm in a brain fog right now. But um so the question was asked was what happened okay so uh, we wow there's just a lot there's just a lot and a lot of stuff that I don't want to get into it's just you know I'm now just seeing some things and understanding some things and without saying that I was any perfect angel I can't I you know I I didn't cheat. I didn't. I. I didn't do anything. You know, along that lines. Um, I came back, and uh, from the day that I came back, she struggled. Uh, she really had a hard time with that, and it set out on a course of. It was very hard on me. Um, she was very hard on me, and I had to come home. Of course, I had medical appointments. I have to take care of my health. I had other things that I had to take care of. And we were not doing well. We just weren't doing well. We weren't doing well from the time that I was at that bus station until the time that I received the text. 
And prior to me receiving the text, I caught RSV. For anybody that um, doesn't know, yes, I did. I did catch RSV. And I've spoken about it. And I was very, very, very sick. Now, the questions that people ask about love and all, I I don't want to get into all of that. Um, So I was, I, yeah, I was very sick. Um, And I... Uh, I am not. I'm going to be forthright. I will tell anybody this. Her problem with me was that I was not the type of person that called all the time. And and neither was she. She didn't call me. She she called me very, very rarely. Very rarely. Um, I didn't do, uh, what do you call that, videotaping. I didn't do that. I that's just not me. I'm 60 years old. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I think what we we saw was that a thousand miles. I'm disabled. I was. You know what? I was okay. And I think I've said this before. So I just want to clear this up. I was okay. Yes, I did see behaviors that I didn't like. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. And she probably saw behaviors in me that she didn't like. She really did. Um, and. Uh, she started to just stuff just started to happen. So then when I caught RSV and if you know about RSV, for me, it went straight to my lungs and my, it was, it was a monster for me. So I was here in my room. Uh, you can't talk to people because you don't want to get anybody sick. And uh, I did not know I had RSV until I did a phone video with my doctor. And prior to that, I was coughing my head off. I, I didn't have a temperature, uh, body aches. I was just really sick. So I was texting her every day or every other day, letting her know that I really didn't feel well. So I'm assuming that she thought that this was just my normal, didn't feel well. But I had no voice, so I couldn't talk. So... Uh, she was getting really agitated with me. And then finally I called her and I was breathless. I was almost breathless. And I told her that I had RSV because I had talked to the doctor and I had to sit up because they didn't want it laying in my lungs because I am prone to pneumonia. So it was either that day or the next day she broke up with me. And that was her choice. So that's what she chose to do. And um, I did not, we didn't argue. We did not argue. I just want to let people know. We did not argue at all. I did not go, I didn't have the strength. Um, I saw I saw the text and I was sleeping. And I, um, I responded two days later when she let me know that, um, she released me, you know, she was breaking up with me and I, um, said, okay, I surrendered. I said, all right. I might've said something to the fact I I would have to look at my text messages, what I said in reference to it. So what I wanted to say is that for those who are asking, listen, you know, you can still, (laughs) If, if, if you, okay, let me just, let me go back. If what I did by traveling and having all these illnesses, what, 
was something that really like gave you hope, please, please live on that. Don't, don't worry about the relationship aspect of it, okay? Because that's what I live on. I live on the fact that I got out of my house, out of my comfort zone. I went away. I was in a different environment. I, you know, around different people. Um, it was, the experience was great. It didn't end up great, but the experience was great. The handling of me leaving there was where the problem there in itself lied. But let's just look at the part that you can do what I did, okay? You can do that. You can get out of your house and travel. And even with all the illnesses that I have and, you know, um, I did it. I did it. And I am, you know what? I am not. And I said this in another uh, podcast. And the one podcast was, uh, you know, it is what it is. And she released me. And I am healing. Okay? I am healing. I am really hearing. Healing. And we need to look at, you know the other aspects that that surround all of this I will never say she's not a nice person she's cool people okay we're just not cool together and that's how she felt and that's okay that is all right rejection is God's protection that's it that's it that's all um some other things have come to light you know, and since then, and I, you know, I am just, it's just too much. Let's just put it that way. You know, and I am going to stand up for my rights, but, um, I did nothing. I just, I didn't call when I was sick. And in a group that I was in, um, a lady had written about that she dumped people who didn't tell her that they were, uh, you know, had major illnesses. I was forthright up front. She knew exactly what was going on with me. She dumped me because I had RSV. She couldn't say that she dumped me because I didn't call her or text her. Maybe that's what she's saying. But when she looked at it, she was like, you did. And I did. I did text her. I did. And she said that. She dumped me because she chose to do that. But I don't want you guys to take that. That part of it is irrelevant. Let me handle that part, okay? What I want you to handle is getting up and getting out of your house, okay? Because we have lupus, because we have fibro, because we have other illnesses, that doesn't mean that we have to stop living. If you get that opportunity, I talked about this before, in a safe way, all right? Safe way. Go visit, go visit people, all right? Safe. There was nothing unsafe about what happened with uh, um, her and I. You know, there wasn't. Uh, I'm just saying, moving forward, moving forward, because we did talk about it. And that was one of the few last conversations that we had when she said something about, but what if you would have been a psycho or something like that? And I was like, well, I wasn't. 
And she said, but you could have been. And I said, and so could you have been. I mean, we both could have been psychos. But we weren't, you know. And I was there for an extended period of time. Um, Grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for the experience because I can pass this along on my platform and talk about how you can travel with all the things that I had going on with me. And you know what? Transparency. You know, I had people who were petrified for me to do what I did. They really were because I have serious health issues. And I was okay there since I've come back Everything has escalated. Everything has escalated. It really has. Um, And I'll get it under control. It will take time, but I will get it under control. So it's okay. You guys can travel. You can do what you need to do. Do it safely. Go to a hotel. Meet your friends. Hang out. Um... I just wanted to bring you guys along to talk about traveling while I was disabled and uh, so that you know, know that you know you can do it. The rights of this, the marginalized, the disabled, people who are like me are being just wiped away and uh, I don't want that. And I don't want people to, to think that it's okay to do things that they do. But stuff happens. She had that right. She had that right. So I am single and she is single. Okay, so we are two single people existing in this universe. We are existing in this universe. And uh, we do not contact each other. We are, I, I, it is the best for, I wish her the best of luck. And, uh, you know, that was her choice. And I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. And that's that in a nutshell. So moving forward, you know, I had not said that I was single. So I will say that. Um, And um, I'm assuming that she's saying that, that she is single. And uh, we can move forward. I was giving her her space. But now that I'm being asked and just so many questions and I don't want anyone to stop, stop living or to think that um, I'm trying to hide anything. I am not trying to hide anything. I am not good person, but we just weren't for each other. We're different. We're, we're two different type of people. It just didn't work. And we were together three months. Yeah, we were together three months. And there is a saying, they say that, um, millennials say that if you were with a person for three months, that you didn't have a relationship. I don't know. I don't know. And one of my friends said that wasn't a relationship, not three months. We were friends. We were friends for a, a year on and off, on and off. We had our problems. And maybe in a few years, I don't know. I don't know. We can become friends. I don't know. I left it in her ballpark. I left it in her ballpark. No aggressiveness, no nastiness, no screaming, no anything. I think that that was beautiful. Normalizing, normalizing. 
and we shall come to a point where we can be we can communicate we can communicate and I know that it's probably difficult for her but I you know I have a platform and uh, you know when I'm asked questions I would like for people to understand I did not break up with her I did not I would have probably still been with her go figure I would have I absolutely positively would have but this was her choice this was her choice and I am not going to disturb her peace as I don't want my peace disturbed you know did it hurt I've talked about that yeah sure it hurt it hurt. It hurt. Because I would have never thought that she would have. And I will always say this. I will I always say this. I would have never thought that you would have done that to me. Not in a million years. She was my go-to person, you know. She really was. Yep. She was who I leaned on. Yep, I leaned on her. And it was funny because um, right before she did that, someone had said that they knew that she was getting ready to break up with me. They sure did. And I couldn't believe it because she did it two days later. She did it two days later. It was like textbook for them. They were like, yep, she's getting ready to break up with you. There were some other things that was going on, and I was like, Okay, you know. But I, like I said before, I am okay. But let's just stick with what you have in your toolbox for traveling. All right? And I want to be forthright that I am single. Um, because I hadn't changed anything. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of, you know, and people are like, okay, now what's going on? All right. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. And that's how it happened. So, there's nothing I can do about it. I can just keep living. Keep living and healing. And that's what I'm doing. I am really, really healing. I'm really healing. So, I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, that's that for that. And this is Loopy Lesbian with the Sultry Voice bringing you another thought-provoking podcast on lupus, love, sex, life, breaking up, being single. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I haven't even put, you know, it's just, it's just so much. But, um, yeah, I hope that you guys find love, stay in love. Remember what I said, stay in love. Just stay in love. Be be the exception to the rule. Be the exception to the rule. I love you guys to the moon and back and back again. That's all I got. I'm single. That's all I have. I love you guys. Bye.